Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast. The Reds are on their way to Wembley following a 1-1 draw against Fulham in the League Cup semi-final second leg at Craven Cottage. An early Luis Diaz strike set the Reds on their way, but a strong and largely dominant Liverpool side failed to build on their league and allowed a string of big openings to fall by the wayside before a late equaliser ensured a few nervy moments before the end. However, the 3-2 aggregate win was enough to secure a spot in next month's final and a repeat of the 2022 matchup with Chelsea and a chance to win a record-extending 10th League Cup. I'm Chris Smith and I'm joined by John Brennan and TLW editor Dave Usher for this one. Dave, you mentioned we probably, probably weren't going to make this easy on ourselves and so it proved towards the end, but we're in the final and for the most part we played pretty well there, but I think that should have been put to bed much sooner. Uh, what's your main takeaway? Yeah, it, it should have been put to bed, but I'm not particularly bothered. I think we just done what we needed to do, really. And all the way through the second half, I just kept thinking, you know, if this was a league game and we needed to go and score like a couple of goals or something, we would. But we didn't really need to. And yeah, OK, you're always running the risk that if they score late on, it sets up a frantic finale and that. But we're never really under any pressure. Um so I, I was fine with the performance. I thought there was a lot of good things. I thought like we played pretty well overall. Not really clinical enough. I thought we were a bit wasteful. If we had at least two occasions where we had like felt like we had like five versus three counter attacks mm-hmm. and, and didn't score. So that's the, something that can be improved on. But as I say, I just think if that was a if we didn't have the lead from the first leg, I just feel like that would have been a different game and we would have we would have won it comfortably but I just felt like we did enough without extending ourselves but overall good performance I thought like defended really well um, control the game for large periods had some nice bits of attack and play but just a little bit little bit wasteful at times but yeah we're through which is the main thing um, we were never going to go there and win 5-0 we just don't do that it's you know even like last night and Chelsea's playing Middlesbrough before the game, I'm thinking, who do I want in the final? And I thought, you know what? It doesn't matter because it's going to penalties either way. So it's like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter, does it? It's just, if we'd have got Middlesbrough in the final, you're thinking, ah, oh, that's going to be easy. It never is. It's like, it always ends up like yeah. just being like dead close anyway. So, um, Cardiff, yeah, we were never going to run away with that tonight. Never going to, um, final was never going to be easy, whoever we played. So, yeah, let's just see what happens. We're through. That's the main thing. Good stuff. Um, John, I think a lot of us were expecting a lot tougher of a game tonight than we got. I was really surprised at how passive Fulham were. They're you know they're at home, big game, semi-final, chance to get to a Wembley final, and um, you know their first ever League Cup final. And you'd have the manager in the press conference like really waxing lyrical about what a massive game this was for us. But they made life like super comfortable for us and. It was only really when Harry Wilson came on towards the end and uh, the impetus provided by the equaliser that really saw them up their intensity because otherwise it was mostly like a walk in the park for us. Yeah, um, I mean, you expect uh, them to come out. They're a mid-table team, never really in trouble in terms of relegation. and They don't really get many chances uh, to be 90 minutes uh, away from Wembley and I, I thought they'd come out with a head of steam uh, try to get in our faces but it was the other way around we actually started uh, really well got the early goal and uh, for uh, large parts of uh, the first half we, we controlled the game and as you see uh, we're maybe a little bit um, uh, lax uh, for about 10 minutes in, in the first half um, near the end of the first half the break came we had a great chance to go 2-0 up uh, just after the break and it, it wasn't until that change at the end and after our substitutions as well which kind of changed uh, the game and McAllister coming off meant that we were a bit more open I think but Harry Wilson looked decent when he came on but as Dave said uh, we I always felt we if we had to really uh, up our game a notch we, we could have and uh, yeah I'd be a few minutes uh, I was one of their supporters a bit, a bit like West Ham when they came in the mm-hmm. quarterfinal in Tanfield and just down tools wasn't that bad but you'd expect a lot more from a team 
uh, at home uh, with with a decent chance because like coming away from Anfield a couple of weeks back, just a goal down that gave them every chance of uh, of giving us a good game. So yeah, just really happy to to get to another final. That's um, a nine in nine seasons for Klopp, which is uh, that's some unbelievable uh, record for him. Third League Cup final. We've been to three European Cup finals, an FA Cup final, Europa League. And at the World Club Championships as well. So, yeah, nine big days out for uh, for our supporters in uh, nine years is, uh, yeah, it's a great night. Any, any, any night you get to a final is a good one. So, well in. Good stuff. I thought I saw something in the, um, in the, in the pre-match interview before the game that he had nine and, and this was going to be the tenth. But either way... The point, you know, the point stands. It's a, uh, it's a great achievement for us. And I was thinking, Dave, uh, about this, and like we've got two big games coming up against Chelsea, the league game next week, and um, obviously the final around a month from now. Um, you know, obviously we we we'd like to win them both, but if you're picking one, it's 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 got to be getting our hands on another trophy again, right? Yeah, you mentioned that yesterday, didn't you? So I've I've been initially when you said it, I was like. I've no idea what what I, what I would want to do, but I thought about it today. And I'm like, no, it's definitely the final because you've got like, if we were to lose the league game, that it's not over. You know, it's still in our hands. We play City at home, so, but you lose the final, that's it. You know, it's gone. You, you're watching yeah. Chelsea running around with the trophy. So no, it's definitely the final, but you know, let's let's get the league game one first and then worry about that. I think I think <laughs> yeah. we I think we'll win both, but. If it did come down to a choice, you, you've got to take the, you've got to take the silverware, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Because I just I yeah. think about twenty twenty two and um, you know you know watching that penalty shootout, your heart's in your mouth for all of it, mm. and you can, you, you do think when other teams are picking up the league cup, you think oh, it's only the league cup, like the the city uh, run that we talked about before we went on the air of them winning, uh, like six in eight years or you know whatever it was, and um, you know you you tend to deconsider it a little bit when it, but when you're in it and it just means so fucking yeah. much and it, the, the happiness that it brings lifting lifting a trophy is is uh, is ace john yeah i, I mean that all our best memories uh, uh in the last few years but, but some of our best memories uh from well going way back i suppose uh, when uh, we had that uh, year where we got to all the finals in cardiff mm. uh, with uh Hooli, they, they were just great days out and ones that you can look back on even now 20 years on and obviously uh, on the club as well we've had uh, I mean we've lost a few finals uh, and they're always hard to take so when you do get to a final and, and manage to win um, it's uh, it's you, you take it every day and it's what uh, you know memories are made of and every season at the start you, you only have four chances to win a trophy as Three well and for most teams you know, yeah, in yeah. Europe, but most teams only got three, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And obviously, for us, it's it's four uh, most yeah. seasons, and even this season, uh, at this stage, we're going into February uh, next week, and we're still we're in a final. We're in the last um, uh, in the series uh, stages of the Europa League as well. Um, FA Cup, we have a decent chance of um, getting through at the weekend, I'd imagine. And as Chris referenced in the pod on Sunday with the lads, um, uh, they, 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 they're, they're, there have been a few uh, Premier League draws as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, City and Spurs are playing on, on Friday, I think. So that, that kind of opens up the FA Cup as well. And obviously, we're top of the league. So uh, four chances at, for a trophy at this stage of the season. You definitely expect us to to win uh, at least one, and we could be looking at you know two or three if uh, if uh, if everything falls uh, into place. So yeah, um, hopefully we'll be Chelsea next week, obviously in the league. But uh, I would definitely take uh, the trophy at this stage, um, and it would be great for you know uh, Klopp if we even didn't win anything else um, after everything that happened last season and in the off season to come. Uh, out of this season, any trophy would be a would be a massive statement in, in 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 terms of the the rebuild and everything. We're way ahead of schedule, so yeah, really happy and uh, hopefully we can do the business uh, against the Chelsea at the end of February. Just on the the League Cup and the importance of it, though, it's not like that. It's that important to to me particularly as a fan. 
I get more like enjoyment out of it for the players now. You know, for like players who've not won anything and it's like it's a big thing for them. That's what I want to win. If I want to see them win it. You know, and especially because this is such a new team, so many new players and young players you've come through, it'd just be great to see them getting their hands on a trophy because they don't look at it as, oh, it's only the League Cup. It's a big mm. deal for them. It's like when we won it like yeah. a couple of years ago, you could see how much it meant. And I suppose it does go back to what you just said there, John, about like there's only four chances to win something. And I said three for most teams, but in reality, it's, it's two, isn't it? Because, you know, other than maybe like three, four at most five teams in the Premier League nobody else is thinking they've got even a remotely a hope of winning the league so most teams are going into the season and it's like well what chance have we got to win a trophy well it's the League Cup and it's the FA Cup and so I don't think you can turn your nose up at that especially because you know yeah we have won trophies but we've not won as many as we've deserved to win and we all know why that is so any trophies that we can get you know you're updating the champions wall which is a big thing now. You know, we all love seeing that getting updated and stuff, um, and and just seeing players like you know who haven't won anything with us. So, you know, the new lads who come in last summer, then even going back like the summer before. So you got like you you've got like my boy. I'd imagine him running around with a trophy. He won't be like, oh, it's only the League Cup. He'll probably be in in the fucking crowd. You know, you can imagine Darwin, he'll just be like, he'll be halfway up in, in the crowd. If the charity so, shield's anything to go by. Yeah, so sure. that, that's what I mean. It's like, you know, they don't look at it as, oh, it's only the League Cup. Now, the only reason why you think of it as only the League Cup is because you've got to have priorities. Like, when the season starts, if you're playing a certain amount of games, you're not picking your best team for the League Cup because that would be stupid because you've got a League Cup tie against say just well we played Leicester so I'll use them as an example you got Leicester but at the weekend you might be playing Tottenham away or Arsenal at home or something you may have like a, a tough league game but what are you going to do you're not going to go and put your strongest team out for the league cup so obviously you make changes and then people say oh look no one's no one really cares about the league cup it's not that it's you, you've just got to pick your team accordingly just just depending on what how, how the games play out and that and the great thing for us is we've been able to make those changes we've given like loads of kids chances even tonight it's a semi-final and he's picking like you know he, he could have brought robbo back in didn't you know he's like no we'll, we'll keep Connor bradley there and we play joe gomez at left back you could have kept canate in and he's like, no, no, Quanset, that's fine. You could have brought Allison in, but no. It's like, no, Kelleher, this is your your competition. You play. So Klopp's played all of these players. He's put his faith in them in a semi-final. So I, I think there's, we've gained so much from this. Now, hopefully we finish it off and we win it. But even if we don't win it, we've gained a lot just by like these players getting these like big games and that, you know, the young lads and that, and new players and that, and even people like Curtis who didn't play like a huge part when we won a couple of cups a couple of years ago you know he was sort of in and out the team at that point whereas now he's he's like one of the main men so yeah i don't think you can turn your nose up at it go oh it's only the league cup i think especially at this stage of our development this is a big deal you know really really mm-hmm. want us to win it because i think it's a springboard for other things yeah and I said to you yesterday, Dave, that as shit as, as Chelsea are, they always seem to find kind of scab their way into at least yeah. one of the domestic finals. Yeah. And, you know, they've even won European Cups in, in, in seasons where you've looked at them and thought, oh, they're not very good. Um, but, uh, John, playing them again in a Wembley final, it sort of conjures up memories of two years ago, not just that, but the, the Mourinho Benitez final in, when was it 2004 or 2000, 2005, I think it was, wasn't it? Bef- yeah. Before we played them in the and just there's just been so many big games against them down the years, and it's always nice to you know renew those hostilities. Um, they're not in a great way at the moment. They haven't had a bad season. They look like I don't know. They scored a hatful yesterday against the Championship team, but they look like they struggle to score goals. Um, you you look at that matchup and think this should be more winnable than it was two years ago when it was, you know, they were doing all right under Tuchel. Yeah, I think we've we've every chance, especially as uh, the final is, well, it's on the weekend, it's on the Sunday the 25th of uh, February. So obviously that's where for a start it's going to cause a little bit of fixture congestion because we're supposed to play Luton on that Saturday. That obviously it's going to be moved now. But the fact that it's on in, in a month's time should 
uh, give us enough time to, to be really at uh, full strength. Obviously, Robbo is going to uh, be back um, at the weekend. Uh, Dom is probably going to be back as well, and hopefully uh, Mo will have come back from the African Nations Cup if he's if he completes it. Trent uh, as well. Uh, fully fit. Trent is on the verge of coming back as well, so we'll be Thiago. Think, uh, Thiago, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll be literally um, picking apart from uh, Matip from a full squad. We'll probably have uh, two um, two players for every pos- position. Essentially, that's how. John, I've got to uh, stop you, man. You're gonna jinx it. You're gonna jinx it. Like you're assuming that we're gonna have no injuries in the interim and everything. Like it never works out. Like like you've yeah. done this before with putting points on the board before we've played games. Just, I have let's just, let's just hope that that's the case and we don't pick up any significant injuries and the lads we're expected yeah. to come back yeah, do I'm, come back and we and we do have two players true. for every position to pick from. So I just think my, a slight word of caution. My, my excitement is a, a little bit overboard, but I, I've kind of put all my eggs in one basket because I, I said about three months ago that we'd win uh, everything. So I kind of have to... I'm, I, I'm all in now, but uh, hopefully we'll be picking from... A, from a pretty uh, full squad with competition. Well, at the least we can uh, hope for is that competition for places. And um, if we're at a, our best uh, against Chelsea, then we're a better team and uh, we should win. But uh, you never know anything can happen in the final. Uh, Dave mentioned at the weekend, you could play really well and hit the woodwork three or four times. So, uh, But on paper, definitely we have, we have a great chance of getting a, a, a trophy. And this will be a first... Uh, trophy for a lot of uh, the players, uh, the likes of um, Gagpo, McAllister, Dom, uh, Gravenberg, these guys who have come in uh, in the summer. Um, Harvey as well, uh, I'm sure he's he's probably he probably figured in the squad a couple of years ago when we won trophies. But came on he, as a sub in one of the games, didn't he? Remember, yeah. he, he was left out the squad completely and Thiago got injured mm. in the warm-up. Yeah. So Harvey was named on the bench and then he got on. Yeah. Did he but, score a penalty? Got a feeling like the scores a pen, you know, yeah, on the shoes. That. But just in terms of his involvement all through the season and in this competition, and some of the fringe players in this competition, um, yeah, they deserve to get to a final. And uh, even if they don't play, even if we go full strength against Chelsea in the final, then we shouldn't forget who got us yeah. there. And all these young lads have done really well to get us to get us to where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, and the players you just mentioned, it gives them a taste, if we do do it, it gives them a taste of what it means to win trophies for Liverpool. And and that's been a springboard for us with, with the past team as well. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, they can all get a taste of that feeling, uh, what it means to the fans, you know, um, seeing that Champions Wall updated and all that kind of stuff, as you mentioned before, Dave. So, yeah, big one to look forward to there. Um, we'll be counting down to that final for the next few weeks. Hopefully, as John says, we can get... <laughs> everybody fit for it and we don't suffer any any more injuries um and yeah um but dave with regards to the game tonight um you know this craven cottage isn't necessarily renowned for its atmosphere i've, I've been there a couple of times when i when i lived in london and it's it's probably the most passive passive premier league ground i've ever been to um but to be fair to them they did whip out the old plastic flags tonight a few yeah. people commented that the white ones looked a little bit like Ku Klux Klan hoods when they were <laughs> yes, sat yeah. on, the, on the sort of seats there <laughs> saw a few pictures of it <laughs> they were they were pretty rough but uh, you know for Fulham standards the, the the crowd went up for it but but we quelled things pretty early on with with Diaz's goal and we'll get into this maybe a bit later but I thought Diaz had a really encouraging game for us tonight it was at the heart of most of the good things we did um some really sort of nice moments of skill and, and good footwork uh, to, to make space for himself and continue linking up the play throughout the game. And it was apt that he was one who got the goal tonight, really. He he was aggressive, wins the header, cuts inside, and he, he got a bit lucky with a couple of deflections. But, um, you know, the, the goalkeeper could have should have kept it out, really. Yeah. But, you know, who cares? It's a, it's a good goal for him, an important goal for him. And we're well on our way to the final at that point. Yeah, um, the pass from Kwanzaa was quality as well. Um, mm-hmm. Diaz made his own look there because he was aggressive. The way he attacked the ball, brought it down on his chest, drove into the box, and then, yeah, he gets a bit of luck. Two deflections and the goalkeeper just making a total pig's arse of it. But 
uh, well-deserved goal because he, he stuck at it all night. I thought not everything came off. He was a bit wasteful at times, but overall he was he was involved. He was effective. He was you know he never stopped running. He was making things happen. Thought it was a it was a, another good performance from him. And other than the last game when he wasn't particularly good when he played on the right, I think. The last few weeks have been encouraging. It looks like he's he's definitely getting back. But just going back to what you're saying about the Fulham fans, a few seconds into that game, I Paul sends like a, a voice message and he's fucking fuming. He's like <laughs> ranting and raving because the Fulham fans are, are booing Harvey. And he's going like, who the fuck did he think they are? He was a kid when he left them, the fucking small-time bastards. And he was like proper pissed off. And I'm listening to it, and I'm going, oh, all right, Paul, settle down. It's, you know, it's not that, that not that bad, like. And the next thing, Darwin gets the ball, and he starts to boo him, And I'm like, you fucking cheeky, posh bastard. What the <laughs> fuck do you think you're, you're booing Darwin? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that was all about. At least I know why they booed Harvey. I don't know why they were booing Darwin. But, um, yeah. yeah, it just made me laugh, because like, I'm, I'm thinking Paul's overreacting, and then like the next thing, I'm fucking screaming. But, um even them booing Harvey though, like a, a couple of weeks ago we were on and I said, yeah. oh, it, it's probably because they got screwed by the tribunal fee. But I looked that up after the pod and they didn't. They got a world record fee for a 16-year-old. Same thing happened with Carvalho as well. And they didn't boo Yeah, they got, they, got four, they got four mil for Harvey, a lifelong Liverpool fan who mm-hmm. like left Fulham to chase his dream. I, as far as I know, he didn't do anything to piss them off in the, in the interim, but... You know, Harvey was proper going out of his way to shut them up tonight, wasn't he? Yeah. Like he was shooting from everywhere, and obviously not many of them came off. But that was um, that was the only thing that let him down tonight because I thought he was really good, and the amount of ground Harvey covered tonight yeah. was ridiculous. Honestly, you know, I, I don't know if the if they published those stats for distance covered in the League Cup. I don't know. I know you get them for Premier League games, but I'd love to see the the distance he covered tonight because he was chasing everything. Um, but just the chances he had, he snatched at them. Like there was that one when we had the break and Darwin played him in and finished with his right foot was awful. It's like, oh, that was you know that was the moment. Because I, I just I want to know what he would have done if he'd have scored. Would he have celebrated? I think he would, especially that one because it was it was in front of the the away end, wasn't it? Yeah, so he'd have been I, in the crowd. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he would have just proper gone for it. Like, but I don't know. We we'll have to wait till next time, won't we? Yeah, definitely. I bet you them and Fulham fans though, you just know that they all say croissant. <laughs> <laughs> you just do the pretentious posh bastards. <laughs> John, John, while we've got you on, I wanna hear you say it. Um croissant. See, that's okay because you, you speak French, you live in France, so I'm totally good with that. But if I said no. it like that, I'd sound like an absolute twat. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. Um, John, we had we had a couple of good chances after that. I mean, to be fair, Fulham Fulham had a couple of openings themselves that they didn't quite make the most of. Um, but we could have doubled our lead. Um, you know, Darwin could have brought it down on his chest, I thought, but instead he tried to head it over to Gravenberch, and the the chance was gone there. Um, we did have the ball in the net through Diaz a second time. Um, Nunez was uh, offside, and and the, the finish coming back off the post came to Diaz, and he I think he kind of scuffed it as well, but went into the top corner, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Nunez was offside. Um, I thought overall Darwin had a, a really really good game tonight, but I'm looking at that and thinking he probably should have walked away with his name on the score sheet again. How did you see it? Yes, yeah, same. His um, his end product uh, does need to be. When I say end product in terms of goals scored, I mean he's on ten for this season. He he could easily be if he had taken uh, even half of his chances, uh, he'd be up around twenty. I don't want to go into a whole Darwin debate uh, again because I think he's been really good of late. Um, obviously got two goals at the weekend, and he just um, uh, looks so dangerous. Uh, especially uh, those two chances he had in the second half. He's He's really good coming in on the, uh, from the left. This has been spoken a lot on the on the part of uh, late coming in and uh, looking for that uh, far corner. The keepers made a good save, and then he's he's popped up on the other side of the pitch before he he got taken off, uh, and he hit one with his right foot again across the keeper, just missed uh, the top corner. So he, he could have had possibly uh, you're looking at two or three uh, again tonight. But overall, his uh, contribution is excellent. I think. 
uh, he's um, uh, leading uh, the press as well really well he's obviously uh, learned how to play that role over the last year since he came here and he kind of spearheads uh, that press uh, and tonight uh, there was a period in the second half uh, we were just uh, we, we had uh, Fulham hemmed in to their uh, final third and uh, I, I thought our pressure on them was really good so yeah it's it's a positive night we're in a final and uh, Darren has uh, contributed to, to us getting there so um, hopefully he'll be back on the on the score sheet um, uh, next week he's, he's got a couple he's he looks like he's in good form doesn't look uh, short in confidence uh, anytime he gets a chance he kind of takes it on now so yeah really happy with uh, how he's playing and I think he's um He's more or less played himself into the starting lineup now with uh, obviously Mo when he comes back, and then it's the choice of uh, Diaz or uh, Jota up front. Uh, but I think Darren should start every game uh, the way he's playing at the moment. We just look more dangerous. Dave has often said it, but we definitely do. We look more dangerous when he's in the team. So uh, really happy with him tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave? Uh, I'll keep it brief because uh, I had like 16 paragraphs about him in my last match report, so <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of yeah, darwined out. <laughs> uh, no, I thought he was boss tonight. Almost scored two worldies in the second half with great efforts. Uh, good save by the keeper. And then that second one, oh, I thought that was in all the way. Yeah, last second, yeah. it just killed away. What a goal that would have been. But... Um, no, uh, I just think if you don't enjoy watching Darwin play, then you know I, I feel sorry for you because he's boss. Good stuff. That's, that was brief. Love it. <laughs> well, we're not um, finished yet. I mean, there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I said my piece, Chrissy. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Good stuff. Um, can, can I just so, say one more thing on Darwin, Chris? Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, appearances, he, he's. Uh, he's played uh, 32 of our 33 games this season, so, and he's he's our lead, he's made the most appearances. Some of those have uh, come off the bench, but uh, in terms of keeping fit, um, oh, you jinxing and, him, John? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> definitely not trying to jinx stuff tonight. But he he's there um, every time, um, and he's obviously an international as well. So he, he's been away on international breaks and played for for uh, Uruguay on, on international breaks and that, but he's um, he's so consistent in, in terms of maybe not performances, but definitely in, in terms of, of appearances. He's and in, in, a, in, a, in a squad where you have uh, the likes of um, uh, Virgil, uh, Trent, I know he's been injured of late, but you have lots of these players like Mo as well, who rarely misses games uh, to be the, our, um, uh, to be the player with the most appearances is really impressive, and he he's been he's been kind of key um, uh, to us doing well uh, this season, despite all the misgivings that uh, we've had about him. He's he's there every time, and he never. That's one thing you can say about him. He, he never uh, shirks away uh, from his responsibility. He always shows up, and uh, uh, hopefully he's he's coming into goals now as well. So. Uh, yeah, really happy with uh, how he's doing at the moment, and he's going to be uh, key for us in the second half of the season. I think we'll go really far in all the competitions we're in. But if uh, I think was Stu asked the question on the pod last week, if Darwin clicks, um, uh, then we have a great chance of uh, having a fantastic season. Yeah, definitely. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. Plenty more in the in the locker there. Um, mm. There were some some really nice play from him tonight. Overall, there was a, there was a one moment in the second half where he just pops over this absolutely beautiful pass to Harvey, who brings it down, and then Harvey pops in and Gravenberch probably should have gone with his head, um, but sort of tried to spoon, get his foot under it like a spoon and actually spooned it. Um, but yeah, it's, his overall play and contribution uh, continues to, to get better and better. So 
Um, yeah, plenty more in the locker to come from him. And, you know, good point about the availability, man. Like, best ava- best ability is availability. So. Yeah. Can't can't knock that. Um, so we're moving into the second half, and we're all kind of thinking, man, that was fucking nice. That was nice and comfy compared to what we were expecting coming into that game. Uh, there were, you know, a couple of little moments early in the second half. Pereira hits the post. He was a fucking disgrace all night again, by the way. A horrible bastard. Yeah, uh, Kelleher was, you know, beaten in the air um, by that that big lad that they got at centre half, or it might have been Diop as well. I don't know which one it was. Um, and. Um, and yeah, that was that was kind of like their only really big opportunity uh, until they got the equaliser, which Dave sort of manifested itself over after Harry Wilson came on and up, up the tempo a little bit. And it wasn't a great goal from our point of view to concede. And at this point, you're thinking, "Fuck, here we go!" Like we've we've made life a little bit too much too difficult for ourselves here. This should have been done with. Yeah, because what was left, fifteen minutes or something at that point. Yeah, thirteen. So- yeah, and what makes yeah. it difficult is because you've been so comfortable and there'd not even been any hint of them really scoring. At no point did I think, oh, this is starting to get a bit edgy. And then they score and you're like, oh, shit. Now that's going to be, they're going to throw everything at us and, you know, it just takes like a set piece or a mistake and then it, it's extra time. But Klopp then makes the change and, and goes with the extra defender, which I don't normally like. But in this situation, I was okay with it. And it worked. I mean, did they even have a shot after that? There was nothing, was there? We just dealt with them like Kelleher really. made a save from a Wilson like long range effort that bounced right in front of him. Oh yeah, which was probably yeah. a much better serve net. than it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> he didn't. I don't think uh, it was close. Nah. <laughs> the one when he's just it was like next to him and he just sort of spoons it up in the air. I thought that was like a lot closer than it needed to be, but I thought it was. I mean, maybe you're right. I, I didn't see it again after that. So me, me dad thought it was a world class save, like, but you know, I thought it was a good save. <laughs> goes into territory. I just yeah. thought like I, that was a routine stuff that he made look a little bit more difficult. Um, he got beat on the cross as well, didn't he? But other than that, I thought he did a lot of good things tonight. I, I'm not. I'm not on his case by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made a couple of good saves in the first half. Really good with his feet. Just looked composed. Um, and yeah, I'm sure he'll play in the final. Like whether we'd pick him or not is irrelevant. I think that's just the way it's going to be. He's going to start, and um, yeah, I, I, he had no chance with the goal. You know, every time he lets a goal in, I'm always like, oh, a, I think Allison had saved that. Allison's not saving that tonight. That was like mm-hmm. point blank range, just flew past his head. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. But that's the op. I was, you know, I, I feel like that goal was on me because a few minutes before, and he was having the little like set to with Jota, wasn't he? And I'm sat there all smug, and I'm like, ah, you're not going to have the last laugh over Jota. I'll tell you that now. Jota's <laughs> either going to score or he's going to get you sent off. He's going to do something snide and get you sent off. You don't get the last laugh on Diogo Jota. And then the next thing he popped up and scored. I was like, oh, fuck, that's on me, that is. <laughs> but what was all that about? He was just being a proper dickhead, wasn't he? I know Jota's not no angel himself, but based on the replays that we've seen there, it wasn't Jota that was instigating that. He just kept like... Yeah. Like niggling, niggling at him and like yeah, yeah just yeah. And then he took him out just after that as well, didn't he? When when Jota was running towards the box, yeah, that was nasty. That one, yeah, and it, yeah, was. it was. He just booted him, didn't he? It was just a deliberate yeah. foul, like. Yeah. Do you there think that Mac like is that all right, thing, or do you think that tackle in the first half might have took something out of him, and maybe the that's why he got off? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like he also covered a lot of ground tonight and was. You know, th- th- he was throwing himself about. I think as well. McAllister still did some really awesome work defensively, but yeah. you hope so. But there was that. You know, obviously he's got quite a high pain threshold because he played on after that Sheffield United thing for about yeah. ten or fifteen minutes yeah. the other week. So hopefully he's not done more damage to that because it was one of them that was nasty. There wasn't a lot in it. The lad goes to the ball and then he slips, and he sort of careens into McAllister after that. It's 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 not a dirty play or anything, but um, he's, I mean, he seemed all right after it. I yeah. know. I don't think there's any reason to have any undue concern. He about seemed that. all right after the last one, though, didn't he? He played on for ages with it, as you said. Yeah. You know, his pain threshold and that. But now it's but just with him being subbed. You just think, oh, was he maybe? Maybe is there something there? But hopefully not, because uh, Endo's going to be away for a bit longer. Because Japan got through, didn't he? They did. Yeah, that, did. I was going to say that definitely wrap uh, Mac up in uh, Campbell. I don't want to see him near Anfield on Sunday. <laughs> who who uh, do you think will, will play the six then? Maybe Curtis, maybe on Sunday. 
Um, I'm sure we'll get to that later. Yeah. Like, Joe Gomez. Do you know what? <laughs> I, you, you laugh, but I, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked. <laughs> Trent, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, if he's yeah, I suppose yeah. if he's back, maybe Trent and Dom, maybe a half each or something. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wrap yeah, um, I mean, one of the one of the reasons why you know you don't want the the goal going in in that potentially frenetic finish, John, is um, you don't necessarily want to call on the cavalry on the bench. But we did bring Jones and Ibu on um, to help us see out the game, and you know you can look at that two ways. One, you don't want to necessarily bring them on to risk them getting an injury. Two, um, it's great to see them both out there after you know they had, they were involved in a couple of potentially scary moments on um, on Sunday where they both had to be brought off the field. Yeah, I was even surprised. Uh, I think uh, Ibu went over on his ankle, didn't he? And Curtis, it was kind of a, a maybe um, hamstring, was it? Or yeah, a, a tight just muscle? just felt something, yeah. Yeah, felt something. So I was almost expecting them not to be uh, in the squad tonight. And uh, it's, a, it's a relief because uh, obviously what's happened to Maka tonight, maybe he, he's uh, injured, we don't really know. Uh, Dom is only coming back, so it'll probably take a couple of games for him to get back to full fitness and full match fitness anyway. And you definitely didn't want a situation where uh, Curtis was also injured for a couple of weeks with uh, Endo being away in Japan. So that's a big relief uh, to, to have those back, those two lads back. And again, I, I imagine at the weekend he'll... Um, uh, he'll, be, he'll rest even more players, the likes of Virgil and that uh, against Norwich, and hopefully then uh, Curtis will have uh, the full week. Uh, we play Chelsea next uh, Wednesday, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, is that right? Uh, so, on the thirty-first, yeah. Yeah, yeah, next Wednesday. So that gives them a, a full week. And uh, I mean, Curtis just played uh, twenty minutes or so tonight, so he'll have played. Uh, 20 minutes in, in 10 days and uh, should be fully uh, fit to go for uh, Chelsea uh, and I imagine he'll start so a massive relief to have him back especially the way he's playing at the moment he's, he's so good and Maka as well you lads spoke about him on Sunday uh, against Bournemouth he was he was excellent and even tonight as well in the first half especially just uh, in the tackle he's really strong and uh, in possession really good as well so uh, those two uh, in the middle of the park uh, next week against Chelsea to have them fully fit is going to be uh, is going to be really important to us. Yeah, definitely. And Maka, Dave, I don't think there is any concern with injury because he did the post-match interview after the game and he's all smiles and he's talking about since I joined the club I wanted I'm to good. win trophies, so you know we'll have the opportunity to win the first one. So I, I don't think there's anything in that, but yeah. we'll see, won't we? It might not be until like Friday until the press conference that we that we do hear anything about it. So. Sometimes uh, it doesn't yeah, that's, flare that's up till the day after as well. You know, like yeah. impact injuries. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully he's fine. Yeah, good stuff, because we're definitely going to need him. And mm-hmm. John, um, Robbo was on the bench, which was a, a wonderful sight for all of us to see. Um, were you bummed that he didn't get on, your favourite player, or you know, happy to keep him back in the tank and give him a few more days training before we uh, unleash him on Norwich at the weekend? Yeah, uh, I, I can't, can't wait to see him. To be honest, he's, he's been out for 13 weeks now, so it's a long time. Um, but I think it m- makes much more sense uh, to wait till uh, Sunday to bring him back, especially the, the way the game was tonight when he might have yeah. considered putting him on after about 75 minutes or 80 minutes. Um, if we had been two or three up, then it's a different situation. But uh, with them on the attack and with playing with a bit more intensity, I think it make, uh, made per- perfect sense for him to... To hold off uh, until uh, until the weekend, um, but just on him coming back in, uh, it's a bit of a, a conundrum because I don't see how you can uh, drop Joe Gomez, yeah. and I, I think there has to be consideration for uh, Ro- uh, Robo, Trent, and Joe Gomez uh, in the same starting lineup as the season goes on. It would it just seems really harsh. Uh, to me, to to drop Gomez, uh, given the way he's played for us this season, but uh, I don't know I what agree. you lads think yeah. of that. No, I <laughs> totally agree. I don't I know where he... you put him in, but yeah. I feel like he's, <laughs> he's done more than enough to be in the team somewhere. Yeah. So but probably I, right back yeah, and maybe yeah. have a look at Trent, especially. Well, I think at the weekend he might play centre back, but 
I think, you know, as, as well as he's done, he's been brilliant wherever he's played. And the surprising thing is how well he's done going forward. I think he's, you know, he's so accomplished mm-hmm. now as a, just an all-round footballer. But we're defending so well. And I think a big part of that is the fact that he's in the back four, regardless of, like, mm-hmm. which side he's playing on. Him at full-back, I think, is because we've been so good defensively in the, the, the last couple of months. I don't think that's spoken about anywhere near enough, like how solid we've been and how well we've defended. And he's a massive part of that. I mean, there's times tonight and the ball gets played out to Decord over Reed, And normally you'd be like, oh, uh-oh. And I looked, I'm like, oh, yeah, Joe Gomez is there. You're not, you're, not getting, you're not getting past him. You're not doing anything. And then he tries a shot and Gomez is there to block it. And So he's just like... He's just really solid and, and dependable, but he's so much more than that as well as a footballer now. But I don't know. I, I, I think it would be like probably like the cruelest thing ever <laughs> for him to be dropped. You know, players who've been left out and they've come in and they've, they've done really well and then they've been left out when the first team is back. It's happened like, you know, it's that's just football. It always happens. I'd really be struggling to think of someone who's more like, I would have more of a grievance for being left out than Joe Gomez if, if like when everyone's fit if he's back on the bench because he couldn't have done any more he just couldn't I think you're making I think you're, I think you're right absolutely I 100% agree with you but I think you're making too much of it There's he's going to play like he's going to be if he's on the bench he's coming on like if he's on the bench he's probably going to get like half an hour or so because we've been shifting this system around and he's been coming in the right back yeah. and you know Trent's moving him so he's going to play True. He, like you say True. he probably yeah. will play against Norwich at the weekend he's played a lot of football and we need we fucking need him so like I don't think it'll be a case of your drop Joe because our first choice players are back now I think it'll be a more holistic view that he's played a lot of football there's a lot of games still to come we're probably going to pick up more injuries across the back four so he's going to be needed so you know there's a way of selling that to him without yeah. it being no, I, I agree you know. I agree with all that but, but what happens when it's like it's a really big game and he's thinking I deserve to be starting this game Yeah, and then he maybe isn't in the team That's what I'm t- I know he's going to get games and we're going to rotate and everything else but in Joe Gomez's mind like up until this point he's kind of known he's a backup he's a squad player he'll still get his games but he knows, like, if it's a big game and everyone's fit, he's not going to be in that starting eleven. He did have that spell in the, when we won the title, and he was first choice, and he was playing centre back next to Verge. That's kind of like the exception, you know, that little spell. Most of the time, he's not been like he would class himself as. If everyone's fit, I'm in that team. I think the way he's played now, he's entitled to think if everyone's fit, I should be in the team. But <laughs> I don't know where. But like somewhere, I've got to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, let's just flip it though, and and just say, how do you think Klopp will handle it? Uh, I, I think he, I, I do I, think I, I, like yeah. he'll go back to how it was, where he'll have like Trent and Robbo fullbacks and Canasi uh, and Ferguson. Yeah, and Gomez will be on the bench. But as you said, Chris, how many times have we seen it where it's not really worked, and we've had to change it and, and get Trent in midfield? You know. Because it, it, more often than not, it feels like it's not really worked and we have had to change it to get the result we need. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing there is, like, recently we've started to, to click into gear, I think. I think we're playing a lot better now than we were a couple of months ago. So it's going to be interesting when Trent does come back and he's playing right back to see how that works. And then if it doesn't, there's going to be a real clamour for him to just be full-time midfield and Joe Gomez right back. Yeah. I think. And Chris, like you mentioned say- it. Sorry, just a point you made about the best uh, ability is availability. Uh, Out of the uh, 33 games we've played, uh, Joe has um, appeared in 29 of them, which he could never have expected at the start of the season. Circumstances have meant that he's he's had to play all over the the back four, and uh, he's never let us down. And uh, but uh, to your point. Kind of, Chris. You you can't not uh, play Robbo, uh, given given well because it's it's Andy Robertson, and given what he's done for us over the last few years, he 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 has to start, and he he gives us more probably uh, even as good as Gomez has been. Uh, Robbo just gives us that bit more uh, going Best forward. Best left back in the world. He? Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, but 
it just seems extremely harsh uh, on Gomez to to not start uh, when everybody is 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 back fully fit. But I I didn't really considered until you said it, Chris, about taking more a uh, holistic approach, and he he'll probably still figure in most games. Uh, I think you're right on that, definitely. Well, John, you Absolutely. said there he's he played twenty nine of thirty three. Well, I I think he's probably been available for all thirty three. I I don't remember him not being available. He hasn't had any injuries this season. Mm-hmm. Touch wood there. I don't yeah. want to jinx <laughs> it like, really like John's been, been doing. Trying to jinx this year. And, the, and I always said the, th- the thing with Gomez, like the injuries he's had, his injuries were unlucky injuries. He wasn't mm. like someone who's injury prone. Like they were always just like bad injuries, not like little muscle pulls here and there. It was always like broken ankle, ACL injury, just stuff that like you can't really help. So, and yeah. he just had a lot of bad luck, didn't he? Really? It wasn't that he was, he wasn't like, like, you know, Matip had injury problems. Even Matip's turned it around the last few years. Like the injury he's got again, that's like just a total freak, unlucky situation. Yeah. But he wasn't like Lalana or Sturridge or Naby Keita, who you know they were just constantly getting muscle injuries all the time. That wasn't Gomez. He was just unlucky. And this year he's avoided the, the serious injuries, and he's not been he's he's been available for pretty much every game. And as you said before, Chris, you know, availability is the best ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, and his Joe's attitude to stuff before. I think because he's always had a great attitude to being a squad player. There are times where he could have like demanded a move away, but instead he signed a new contract. So, you know, I think he has a lot of faith in yeah. his ability, and um, you know, a confident lad loves being here. So I don't think it's going to be a huge drama, or it's going to be something he's going to be necessarily taking hugely. Obviously, I don't know the lad, but obviously, I don't think it's going to be something he's going to be taking hugely. Mm-hmm to heart if, no. if he does is he is left out of a big game because as I keep saying he's he's going to get his games and with our record with injuries we he, he will be a huge player for us going down the stretch and the fact that he's proved his von, his, his um, versatility so much over the last couple of months whether he's been like dropping in at left back right back centre back even midfield in, in some games that we've seen as in the hybrid role it's just a massive bonus for us yeah. that not many of us expected coming into the season so long may that continue He's, um, he's on the um, this week he's on the, the We Are Liverpool podcast as well by the way with, um, Oh nice Peter McDowell and Jan Mulby. I, I listened nice. to it today. It's really, really good. He's just really impressive. You know, he just comes across brilliantly. So anyone uh, who hasn't listened to that, it's funny, but good uh, as well, what? right? Did you see that? No, no, I'm not seeing that. Yeah, he's there's a couple of Adidas Predator commercials. One with him and one with Jota, and uh, they're both pretty funny. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll check those I'll out. Look at them. But yeah, it's nice. I watched it on YouTube, but you can also listen to the podcast and that. So um, after you've listened to us, yeah, download that one. You don't fucking see the official pod promoting us, do you? True, I know. We don't <laughs> need bullshit. the promotion, though. Like, we're the mouth. What all we need. In <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris, just, uh, yeah, you've changed my mind on uh, I was kind of getting a bit head up about uh, Joe being dropped and that. But uh, I'm just looking at uh, our fixtures, uh, and it's going to be basically till the end of the season all going well. Uh, Sunday... Uh, Wednesday, Sunday, or uh, Sunday, uh, Thursday, Sunday. Um, obviously, we have a, a cup final coming up, which is going to move a league fixture, which we're favourites probably to go through um, in the um, FA Cup as well, which will add another uh, round in the FA Cup. And then, obviously, we'll be going into uh, Europa League at the beginning of March. So, I, I think there's definitely scope for him to be. Uh, really involved, uh, maybe not in uh, big games, the likes of City, but definitely in uh, other league games and in our cup games. So I'm, I'm sure he'll get to the end of the season. He'll have played well over 40 games if he stays free of injury. So uh, that's fair enough. Your point about be, taking a more um, uh, holistic approach to it and uh, saying that he he's not the kind of player who's going to kick up a fuss. And, uh, and uh, he's been a great squad player over the years, and uh, he, he'll be integral to any success we have this season. Yeah. Appreciate you spending a whole minute there just repeating what I said. <laughs> just really hammering it home for the listeners there. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else about tonight's game before know, we, that, we have a quick look at Norwich? That minute there could have been me talking about Darwin. It's me like <laughs> seeding me time to use, and he just repeats what you're saying. <laughs> And can, can I just, 
you, you mentioned about this being Klopp's uh, uh, 10th uh, final, and I said nine, so my reputation is already ruined in terms of statistics, obviously. That ship um, sailed a long time ago, yeah, it John. It did, <laughs> but I was counting the, the, the Super Cup, that, you know, that European one that we got to because you just get to that automatically. Oh, yeah, that's so, fair enough. Yeah, that, that's why... <laughs> That's the discrepancy on that. So, are we going to count think... charity shields if that's the case? No, then? no. She was talking no. about. Um, she was talking about this. Maybe the Sky Woman got it wrong, but she said this was his tenth semi-final, and in the yeah. previous nine, he'd won eight of them. So, there's okay. something else somewhere that we're that we're not counting, yeah, uh, or, okay, or she was wrong. Enough. You know, either way. Um, mm. So, anything else about tonight before um, before we have just an ever so quick look at Norwich at the weekend? Um. No, I think we've covered tonight. Wasn't that much happened, really? Was there? No, nah, it was. It was. I said to you at half time, it was kind of a bit of a slog watching it, but we we got through, and that's the main thing. And another cup final to look forward to. Um, and as we, you know, go on that quest to get to Wembley twice, as as we want to do in years that we get to one of them. Um, yeah, gosh, we've done it a few times, haven't we? Two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny's. Last year, 2012, yeah, yeah, 2012. Carroll final. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, it, w- it would be nice to get to, to both again. But yeah, first and of all, we've got to go well. up, yeah. against, um, up against Norwich. And they didn't want to play us. <laughs> you know, we saw that. We were talking about their fans on the pod recently. They wanted Bristol Rovers to go through. But um, unfortunately, they have a trip to Anfield at the weekend. And um, as far as I'm concerned, we, we can just, whoever's available that we don't need for Chelsea can start this one. Huh? Where where are you at with that? I don't know. Have we got have we got that many players fit where we could we could afford to do that? I know we've we've got players coming back, but I don't know whether they're going to be classed as ready to to come in and play. Like, well, I'm even, talking about your Bobby Clarks and your Cade Gordons and your. That's what I mean. Are you talking about playing them on against Norwich? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. You know, there's a championship side. A lot of players you played in the Premier League. I'm not going that inexperienced. I wouldn't be doing that. I'd, I'd, I'd go half four or yeah. five of them. Okay, go yeah, on the bench, well. bring them yeah. on. Hopefully, too, when Chris, it gets yeah. one, but I wouldn't be starting with, with, with too many. Uh, I'd, I would. So, should we go through our team? What we think then? Yeah, go on. So, I don't know. We'll play in goal. I think Allison probably will come back in, but I do feel like you could say to you know to to Kelleher, okay, you know, we'll, we'll give you another game here because we've got two league games coming up. So, but he just might yeah. want Allison to play just to. You know, with those two league games in mind, just to get him yeah. a bit of sharpness. Keep so him think, sharp. And Keller has be placated by getting to the final of this tournament yeah. now. So, so I think probably Allison. Um, don't know whether Trent will be seen as like fit to start. So I think maybe, I think Robbo might start on the left, and I think Gomez, um, Gomez and Quance centre backs. I think. Yeah. yeah. Connor Bradley right back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, midfield, I think I know you said before you you wouldn't have him anywhere near the jump. I think Curtis will start at the weekend. I think they'll give Curtis like an hour. Uh, Gravenberg. I don't know. About, I don't know. About my, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think he he'll start. I think he'll come on, but I don't know because he put in a. a of a shift tonight I don't know whether mm. although it's Sunday rather than Saturday so I suppose it's fine there's enough of a turnaround yeah you probably could start Harvey um, and then up front I think it'll be Darwin he got brought off tonight with because he's played a lot recently I think that was an obvious change tonight I knew he was going to be the one coming off uh, probably Gakpo and Jota I think and I think Diaz will come off the bench rather than starting I don't know. Yeah. I'd probably go a little bit less kids? experience than that. Yeah, yeah. I would. I give Kate Gordon a game. I think that that just seems a, a bit strong. For, I mean, if we didn't have a midweek game, uh, especially against Chelsea uh, next week, um, I'd be fine with that. But it just seems a little bit strong for me. Uh, I forgot about Dom. Yeah, he he yeah. could come back. He'd be on the bench as well. On though, the right? bench, we, I we imagine. Pop him straight into starting. Yeah. I would like uh, kids and have the strong bench. Trent. Yeah, you know Trent, fucking Darwin, um, Sobersly. You know have the have the ability to bring these lads on. That's what we often do in these tournaments. Is yeah. what we do in a lot of Europa League games mm-hmm. and what we've done in a lot of League Cup games. So yeah, you can spring the be- the, the, the 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 bench in the second half after sixty minutes if you really need to 
uh, if you're in trouble. And uh, I think it's important as well. Obviously, uh, Trent and Dom need to play some part at the weekend before the Chelsea game as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I think he'll do that uh, at the weekend, give them 25 minutes, half an hour before. He's not just going to put them straight back into the team uh, against Chelsea I think so he, I, I think he'll, he I mean it's something that he's done really well Klopp uh, all season it's been referenced numerous times on on the part his in-game management in terms of substitutions have been really good uh, and his rotation as well has been really good and I, I think he'll he'll manage his his team and his squad really well at the weekend Plus, plus, it's not like the usual top of the league Norwich that we're coming up against as well. Like they're uh, they're eighth in the championship, twenty five points behind Leicester, um, and like like four points above fourteenth. So they're pretty much like mid table. They've got a chance mm. of making the playoffs. They're probably going to prioritize that as well. Like, I think we just have to be quite careful, really, and not. Um, not take undue risks in a game that we might be able to get through. And like John says, we, we've been really good on that front this year. So I, I see no reason to, to to doubt that we'll find the right balance, whatever they decide to go with. I just think Kate Gordon's been out for a long time. I don't know if I'd be starting him, whereas if Ben Doe could have been fit, yeah, I wouldn't be thinking twice about that. I would definitely have been putting him in. Nothing's been said about him either. You know, when like when you get asked about injured players when they're coming back, he's just not mentioned them at all. So I don't know how bad that knee injury was that he got. I know he had an operation, yeah. but um, yeah, it must have been must have been pretty bad. He's been out a couple of months already. Yeah, we probably won't see him till next season now, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, can, sure, yeah. I can imagine, but yeah, definitely. We we definitely wanted to see a little bit more from him this. This year, but I don't think that's something we need to really go into tonight. I, I think we'll, Dave. We should have enough, regardless of what team we put out, to yeah. to, to deal with Norwich and get ourselves through to the next round of, that, of the FA Cup. Yeah, and you know, John said earlier on about uh, City are playing Spurs, which I mm -hmm. knew about that. But what I didn't know until I heard on the radio tonight was that Chelsea got Villa, so one of yeah. them's going out as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and we got rid of Arsenal. Yeah, a lot of the top teams are, are, are going to be gone by the, the time the next round comes. So, yeah, it, it kind of, if we get through, it opens up for us a bit. West Ham are already yeah. out, aren't they? And it's and there's Fulham, Newcastle, Sheffield United, Brighton, Everton, Luton. Um, so there's like a lot of a lot of other Premier League clubs playing each other as well. So mm -hmm. the, the field is going to be massively thinned going into, what is it, the last 16? Yeah. Last sixteen, yeah. yeah. Man United are away at Newport County as well, so they're they're going to really struggle to get through. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? Fucking hell! I don't oh. rule that out, you know. You can't absolutely rule don't rule that out. You can't. Oh man, it's fantastic. Oh, nice one, nice one. All right, anything else, you guys, from tonight? Uh, we said we would try and keep it to to around an hour for this game, and and we're right on the cusp. So, um, one, one any quick, closing thoughts? Quick final point, following right. off on the last pod. Uh, remember, like the discussion we had about, I think it was it was something that Carragher started about Jota being like arguably the best finisher that we've had in in the Premier League, uh -huh. and the discussion was like, oh well, is he better than Fowler and stuff like that? Someone, um, I think it was I think it was Paul Precious on Twitter. Apologies if it was somebody else. Uh, he said like he was asking about that, and he said, and this convinced me. This changed my mind on it. He just said, "Look, if if like if your life depended on someone converting a chance, you just you're taking Ian Rush." And I'm like, mm. "Actually, yeah, I am. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'm I'm taking Rushy. I know like most of Rushy's best work was before the the Premier League, but I hate all that like Premier League shit anyway. You know what's yeah, like? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I'm going back for players who I remember, and it's Ian Rush. All right, fair enough. I feel bad for like Gary Lineker because like he. He practically doesn't exist because he like never played in the Premier League. So and he's like, on with Shearer and Wright all the time, and yeah, he's yeah. having to show statistics with where they're like right up <laughs> yeah. there. And now it's like he never played. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. Yeah, and I know I, he said a few times that he kind of feels that way as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it is fucking bollocks, and uh, I think we lean into it a little bit too much at times as well, talking about Premier League history, and mm. yeah, it's it's a, a definite bugbear for those of us who remember footy before um, before. Before the 
the Sky Cartel came in or whatever yeah. the Evertonians are on about this week. The, the deranged knobheads. <laughs> yeah. oh, they've been insufferable this week. It's like I think it's like our win at Bournemouth triggered the fact that we could be on our way towards a title again, and they've just they've revolted in a in a in an atypical way, and it's just Everton fans revolt. Laughable, really. <laughs> no way. <laughs> John, any closing thoughts? No. Uh, off to Wembley. Uh, Another final, and uh, uh, really happy uh, that we're at this stage. Uh, and nobody expected us to be this advanced in our development with this new team. So yeah, great night of the Reds. Hey, Paul's gonna be fuming when he hears this. He'd be like, "Why couldn't you have wrapped it up after an hour last week when I was on?" <laughs> and I had to text just to say, "I want to go to bed. <laughs> Can we finish?" <laughs> yeah, I have. I have to be up in uh, six hours. Well, you're so. an hour ahead, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Up at half six in the morning no, no. for school. Sterling work, that John, much appreciated, mate. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, nice one, boys. Um, yeah, the Reds are on the way to Wembley again, uh, seeking a tenth League Cup triumph, extending our record. Um, yeah, good night all around. We avoided injuries. Um, we got another big game at the weekend against Norwich in the FA Cup. Hopefully, we can progress in that tournament as well. Before we get back to the all-important domestic action. A week from tonight against Chelsea. Uh, thanks to Dave and John for joining us. Dave will be back with some of the lads uh, right after the Norwich game on Sunday. But until then, we'll catch you soon. Well, the best word I can say, but uh, we'll describe this, was boom. <laughs> 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 Ooh, what was this? It was really good.